and welcome to this episode of the Self-Improvement Project. I hope you are all well, I hope you've all had a wonderful week of self-discovery, finding out new things and ultimately improving yourself. So, today's episode is called Higher Self Around Spiritual Self-Development. Spiritual intelligence is something I've recently discovered and come across and found that it aligns very much so with a lot of what I do with the self-improvement project. You might have experienced similar times in your life where you stumble across something through research or through conversations with other people and it allows you to feel that what you've been doing is towards something that is tangible. That it's something that maybe clicks a little bit with you. So I wanted to share that with you today because my enthusiasm for it is quite high. I'm keen to continue to develop my own thoughts and share them with you as we go forth. Now I want to break it down for you today and also build it back up. So, like I said, I've found this quite recently and it's something that I'm quite keen to develop. And for those that haven't discovered it before this episode, I want you to think about the Maslow hierarchy of needs. Now, this is a very commonly shared and well-known theory around, as human beings, what we require to feel fulfilled. And it works as a pyramid with our base and our foundation building up. Now, at the top of this hierarchy of needs, there is a section called self-actualization and it is essentially the the holy grail and spiritual intelligence comes into this in the sense of our higher self or serving a higher purpose this can be but is not exclusive to being related to things like religion where religion is very distinctive. People believe fully and have full faith in a religion. And for people like me who are not very religious, not very political, the element of having something higher beyond yourself to serve is very motivational. It is very aspirational and it's something that as humans I do believe that we need so today I'm going to link that element of spiritual spiritualization spiritual requirements spiritual intelligence towards us serving our higher self because that is essentially everything that we do is to try and reach that almost unattainable goal so 
someone in this field that has provided context around spiritual intelligence is a woman called Cindy Wigglesworth, who I recommend YouTubing, Googling, to find out more about what she does. And essentially, she tries to break down... We've got IQ, which measures intelligence. We've got um, what cognitive intelligence. We've got emotional intelligence, which over the last kind of 20 to 30 years has become very prominent. I definitely vividly remember the time I discovered emotional intelligence in my life. And we've also got spiritual intelligence. Now, let me give you a definition that she provides. This is someone who's dedicated a lot of their life to discovering this and it is the ability to behave with wisdom and compassion while maintaining inner and outer peace regardless of the situation take a moment to just think about how internal that is how your optimal internal self can have such an impact on the external world. And that is essentially what is going to lead me to my next point. That point of if you're internally sound, how does that look to everyone else? And this woman, Cindy Wigglesworth, did, has done research around that. And she names some of these characteristics or traits that differentiate people that have very sound and high levels of spiritual intelligence. A handful of these include being courageous, being humble, being inspiring, being a visionary, being wise and loving being very authentic and selfless and being persistent with what they do. Now, when you think of those words, it's good to think of people that embody those words. People who are potentially quite noble, not just in our own lives, but in the world that we know and history that exists. Maybe leaders or people who have had profound impact on potentially the area or the communities that they live in. So, as you can imagine, if you know me, if you have listened to many episodes and what I've talked about, I hope that you're sensing and feeling the connection of dots that I'm feeling and how we bring that all back together to serve ourselves. And essentially what I'm trying to do for you here is provide a platform for you to serve yourself, having that awareness of these things that is going to help you become internally sound and internally optimal. Things like detachment 
from things that we feel are important but when we detach ourselves from that reality we understand how unimportant they are self-reflection through journaling through writing through conversations through meditation having patience serving our inner peace are all things that I rave about and hopefully we can start to bring all these things together to create those characteristics and traits within yourself by being detached, by developing grit, by creating habits. We are becoming courageous, humble, loving people. We are becoming persistent. We are very calm. We are becoming wiser through practicing these things. And that is ultimately our end goal, our higher purpose and our higher self that we want to become. I believe that these things that I talk about in previous episodes are almost like the cogs in a bigger machine. They are the nitty-gritty daily grind of becoming this version of a higher self, that really, truly meaningful version of yourself. And it is humbling. It is potentially daunting. But I want you to have a platform to serve yourself, to provoke your thought, to provoke your inner voice, to be able to tell you these are the right things if you want to be at peace with yourself. I personally believe that these things are all a path towards this end goal of our higher self, our higher purpose, as well as just that inner fulfillment, that fulfillment of everything that you've done and worked for and worked towards, giving you that warm glow inside, knowing that I have done the right things. And it gives you that peace of mind that you currently are chiseling away and moulding the most meaningful version of yourself. And you might be thinking this is quite tunnel vision, narrow-minded, but we are all in this world alone. We are only living our own life. If you ever think that people are thinking about you, they do so for a few seconds and then they just go back to thinking about themselves. So why not be a little bit selfish with this. Acknowledging to yourself that you're doing right by you. And you might think, but Lawrence, you talked about being selfless, but by creating this wonderful, meaningful version of yourself, you are therefore inspiring other people to do that. You are therefore 
inspiring others to be the best version of themselves to then serve the world that you live in. I truly enjoy seeing as well as conversing with people that do look after themselves that are trying to become the best version of themselves because it makes the world that we live in a better place. So I hope that these things can help you. It might seem a bit wishy-washy with the spiritualization of it all, but it can be very pragmatic. It can be very to the point and blunt and direct. And it's important to recognize that because you believe potentially in this spiritual element of development, that it doesn't mean that you're somewhat detached from reality. You are a part of this big machine and spiritually and practicing your spiritual side will ultimately create the best version of yourself, whether that's you want to become really physically fit or you want to really develop your diet to become aesthetically and externally very good looking, just as a, a rogue example, but this spiritual side plays a role in that and it's important to acknowledge that. However, don't get too despondent in the sense that it's unmeasurable. A lot of spiritual-based learning is just feeling. There's no box that you need to tick or that you can tick. A lot of it is feeling-based and there'll be some days that you feel good and there'll be some days that you feel bad. But that's life and accepting that is a key acceptance towards becoming better. So thank you for listening. I hope that has encouraged you somewhat. And if it does, please share with me. I had a wonderful experience during the week last week where someone reached out to me on Twitter just saying how it had impacted them. And it's a feeling that you can't really replicate with anything else. So thank you. And I look forward to hearing from you if you do decide to reach out. All the best and see you next time. Cheers.